Hey, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. And this is long-swimming electronic show and tell on the interwebs in the known universe. People from around the world, come on by. Show us what you're working on. Uh, we're here for another 20 minutes or so, and then we go on to Ask Engineer. Uh, so bring your 3D printing, your soldering, your coding, your synthesizers, your cats, your LED cats, your LED synthesizer cats, uh, anything similar like that and more. Retro hardware, you name it, come along and show it. Let's first start off with Pedro. Pedro, what are you cooking up this week? Hey, guys. Hey, so super hyped. That new Tron ride's about to open up. We got the email that we'll get our reservations tomorrow, so I'm not going to sleep. Of course, so we got tell me about this. I think we don't have a ton of people. So the Neutron ride, did they base it off the original? Did they blend it with the, the latest ones? What what Trons, what Trons is clone. it? Yeah, so there's one in Shanghai, and it's just a clone of that. The only difference is okay. it's in like right next to Space Mountain and Tomorrowland. So yeah, whole well, area is all decked out. Looks all what Tron era did they do? The, the 80s Tron, or did they do the, um, the, the more that updated Tron? Cool. Yeah, they did the legacy one. Which the is legacy still, Tron. You know, kind of cool. Yeah, That's so fine. it's all like. I'll take any Tron. I'm just wondering. Which is the Neutron. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Neutron. Ironic. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, pitch the, the the idea to Lamar. She's like, yeah, you got to have it stick on your back, which is funny because when I told Gavin that, that was the very first thing he said. He's like, oh, cool. Are you going to make it stick to your back? And I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah. Lamar wants. Right, so yeah, this is what so you're getting ready for. Yeah. yeah. So, so far, here's what we got. Uh, on the inside, everything's going to mount. Uh, we're doing the cool uh, dual or the swap filament color technique. So start off with the diffused uh, color, and then it goes into the black. So the lights should shine through. Oh, that's going to be so cool. Yeah. So on the inside, we'll have the um, battery. We'll do the RP2040 with the um, the prop maker, Featherwing. And then uh, we're going to have the magnets mount on the sides here, feather wing, prop maker, all that. Where am I? Right here. And then everything just snaps together, of course. And then the uh, magnets will uh, we'll do like a little harness like we did for the uh, dragon wing or the butterfly wings. So yeah. the magnets will on right onto that. Bam. Yeah. That you got to so have cool. the magnets. Yeah. That's uh, all the ones that we see that have been built. They all have, you know, the cool the accelerometer, you know, noise changing the color changing because of circuit python of course all that's now easy so of course you gotta level it up by just having it stick to your back because no one's done that ah. yeah so, should be cool uh, go scope it out tomorrow and see where we can actually film if we're even allowed to go in there before the reservation start and try to make a yeah. uh, load up prop all right fight for the user i'll be watching your socials because you usually have some good uh, yeah, on the yeah. ground with new footage, so I'll be watching. Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> All right, I'll, thanks uh, so much, Thanks. All right, Liz, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, so this guide went live last week, but I missed the show, uh, so I wanted to come by. Um, so this is an Octoprint viewer with CircuitPython, um, and it's using MQTT and the MQTT plugins in Octoprint um, to send messages to Octoprint over Adafruit IO. So right now um, I just had a print finish so I can press the front button and this is using the reverse mount ESP32S2 TFT. And then if you add my screen. Um, yeah. And then for the so, folks who are new to a lot of this stuff, what is what is Octoprint? Is it for only printing Octopus um, or can you print other things? I mean, it's preferable if you print octopuses, but like um, it's Octopi. a open source. Yeah, uh, it's a open source uh, 
3D printer manager um, that allows you to remotely uh, monitor your 3D printer. You don't want to sit around for eight hours. So it's pretty useful and you can yeah. remotely monitor and you can actually use your 3D printer uh, in a reasonable way. Because the speed ups that we do, that's not real time. Um, right. It actually takes eight hours sometimes. Yes, yes, exactly. So, um, and there's really awesome uh, documentation on how you can communicate to um, Octoprint um, over MQTT. So right now you're looking at kind of the live view of the printer. And if I press this button on the TFT, it just got the ping. And now mm -hmm. the hot end's heating up uh, to preheat for a print. And uh. then I can print, uh, I can um, press rather <laughs> this top button and it will get another uh, ping and so now the hot ends off oh, neat. Um, and if I press this uh, bottom button it'll reboot Octoprint remotely and while I'm printing I can pause the print resume prints and cancel the print uh, so um, and in the guide I document how you set up all the different feeds in IO and in Octoprint itself so that they communicate to each other properly that's probably the hardest part uh, so if folks want to check that out uh, they can build up for what they need that's awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Liz. Yay. Cool. Good Making prints to make prints. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next. Uh, Page Dragon, what you got going on this week? Uh, retro hardware. Yay. Yeah. Stuff. Um, you know, sometimes, like, I, I especially like there's a certain kind of gadget where it's just like, it just captures a time and a place and this object and they just, they all belong together. Like, like I could show you this cassette tape. Yeah. And you're just like early 2000s, right? Because yeah. like the last- Yeah, like Sony Walkmans, like the, a lot of these things fit together. They, it's like, oh yeah. It, it, time and place, right? And so I, yeah. I, I found this this thrift store item. It's like, I gotta have that. It's this little little boom box made by Toshiba. Oh my uh, God, that's so cute. Yeah, like yeah. I see like Corey Feldman holding that right now. <laughs> yeah, but but um, anyway, you, you, the, this is wacky. But anyway, there's a little latch on the back. And what, what happens is um, <laughs> little Walkman pops out. Dude. It's like a Transformer. This we were talking, amazing. We were about, uh, Powerbook Duo earlier, right? Same idea. But even even sillier than that is... Um, oh, man, I hope you open it up and there's another one inside. If you want to listen to radio, there's a special cassette. This yeah. Is this isn't like the magnetic, you know, like the um the card adapters for your car. Yeah, there's like car adapter things if people have. No, oh man, a special radio receiver cassette. There's special contacts here, and then inside the cassette player, these like one has to go in the other in order to listen to radio. And like you or I today, looking at this, we just be like. That is so stupid. Why don't you just make this like one millimeter bigger and put the radio inside, right? But you have to think about the time and place. Yeah, you couldn't. <laughs> and not just that, but music stuff is primarily marketed to teenagers. And yeah. you think about teenage popular culture, Japan, 1980s, and it's, you mentioned transfer. It's all about robots that click together. Yeah. And so that's why there's this ridiculous nesting of things. It's like, so cool. It's so hot. They I love it. All in one, but that wouldn't be cool. That wouldn't appeal to. Yeah. I don't even like, it's so satisfying. It makes the, the clicking. Click. This is like, yeah. I'm expecting like Soundwave and Megatron and like this like little like robot cat to come out of it or something. But I haven't figured out yet though. I haven't cracked this open yet. It's in bad shape. I don't think it works. 
I just got it because, yeah. you know, just the kind of nostalgia thing. There, There's a antenna on the outside here for the radio, but I haven't figured the path from that, yeah, how does it get all the yeah. way back to the cassette? Yeah, adapter. I don't know because there there isn't like a, you know, there there's a head there's a headphone. Yeah. I will say that a lot of FM receivers do use the headphone cable as the antenna because oh, okay. it's a it's at a high enough kilohertz that it doesn't interfere with the audio, but the wire itself is going to pick it up. Anyway, you know, it's funny. It's probably somebody did it by accident. They're like. Why am I picking up, you know, FM radio? Oh shit, it's coming in through the headphone jack. And then they're like, wait, I can just use the headphone. So I actually think that it's the that goes into that's capacitively coupled into the headphone input. Oh. Um, because that way also when you have when you're listening on the go, like not with your boom box because you're in class, you're in algebra one and you're listening to radio instead of doing your work, um, yet yeah, that headphone would be. Um, the matching one. Now, what you need to get is those like Sony head, the ones that he, he, like clipped onto your ears. Do you remember those? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. That, was that was terrible. Yeah. So anyway, I, I'll want to clean it up or whatever. Just yeah. Um, but when I do that, I'll yeah, I'll I'll look at where the antenna goes because that was just weird to me that it's like outstanding find. What a great yeah. Yeah, it's apparently even like not working. They're still kind of collectible, but yeah, uh, I just. I saw that and it was like, oh my God, that is like 1980, you know, distilled down into this this thing. Exactly. Oh man. Very cool. Exciting. Very cool. All right, always bringing the good stuff. Excellent. Um, if you could, after you get it cleaned up, if you make a little video clip of it and then have it opening and closing, just that sound and just the look of it, that would be really nice. That, that little chunk noise. Yeah, I just would watch that on loop for a while. They made these in different colors too. And some of them, you know, you have the player and the speakers yeah. are, are both, of course, red. You know, the Japanese consumer electronics had the whole uh, red lacquer look. Yeah. Uh, silver, white, etc. So this is like this weird mishmash, you know, not paired up one, but. Uh, yeah. I've seen pictures of the the matched units, and it's like that is so cool. That's neat. So 1980, yeah. All right, well, excellent find. So cool. All right, next up, JP, what you got uh, going on this week? Well, I'll tell you. Now I'm thinking about um, thrift store tourism and why I'm not traveling up to uh, Phil B's neck of the woods yeah. more. We got good thrift stores down here in Southern California, but man, he gets the good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually kind of impressed, Phil B. Like, you know, you know, it doesn't matter all the time, but every three months you come by and you're like, here is this ancient thing that like yeah. is an ultra collectible. It was like five bucks at the thrift store. I had yeah. no this magical thrift store is. I hope like it's a, it's a time portal. I hope in ten years we find out that Phil B is really actually just breaking into like Sunnyvale houses <laughs> and like getting people's like cool electronics that they've stowed away for decades. Yeah, there's just a uh, storage center for a museum that's the, the unlocked. Yeah. Wanted man running off with like old Sony hip top, you know, laptops and stuff. Yeah, or it's time travel. Know. And you didn't know that time travel still ages the uh, crappy plastic. All right, so hey, uh, I have another update on my favorite topic of late, which is these cat pianos. Um, yes. So. This one is the one that I have just tapped into all of the buttons and keys on it. And you can see over here, I have a KB2040 on a little uh, Perma Proto board. 
and some ribbon cables. So it's a, a matrix of uh, six by eight that basically every key and button here, other than the on-off switch, which is an actual switch, uh, and these four here, which I still haven't tapped into, they're directly on the sort of main PCB of the thing, but everything else is on these ribbon cables. Um, and now I'm able to code them not only to play MIDI notes, which is what I have these doing here, which is significantly enhanced from the original cat piano sounds, although I'm <laughs> now, so I've got to find a sample of a meow. Um, I'm running it through, in this case, USB MIDI uh, with the little camera connector kit we sell to an iPad. Uh, and there's a fantastic synthesizer app from AudioKit, which is free and open source. It's called Synth One, and they use that engine for other stuff. You can use their engine and reskin it and sell hmm. stuff. They're a really cool company um, and really great fully featured synth, and it has really nice uh, MIDI implementation, which is kind of rare to find what I really wanted, which was the ability to change banks and patches, which are the presets. So these things always come with a bazillion presets, and you go and pick through them and then play them. Well, what I wanted to do is use these little cat paw buttons, which actually this side is what it did originally. So piano, bells, meow, organ, and banjo picked among the five voices built onto the thing. Uh, if you watch my UI here, you can see as I press these buttons, uh -huh. It's changing a bunch of stuff um, and more behind the scenes. So now I can um, pick some other patch that, in this case, happens to have a little sequence associated with it. Uh, and so I've, I've programmed all 10 of these buttons to pick uh, different patches. And I've also set this little play button to actually start and stop sequences. So I can play this patch just as individual notes or I can go crazy and hit the play button and now cyberpunk kitty piano time. This is cool. Which is what Phil B may have been playing when he broke into the cool electronic <laughs> center. I'm not gonna say I know for sure, but I have my suspicions. And then there's other buttons. There's a stop button and like a red cat button. Yeah, so these two, I'm open to suggestions. I don't think I have those two doing anything yet. Yeah. Uh, the stop button, however, this is kind of uh, a cool one. When you are playing stuff on MIDI instruments, especially if you're, you can send this out to like lots of synths or computer synths or uh, hardware software synths over different MIDI channels. All those things are possible. Sometimes um, a note will get stuck. And so you'll, you'll let off the keys and you're still hearing a note, uh, in which case you hit the boop on the cat here, which says stop on it. And that sends out a thing called MIDI panic, which is one of the best MIDI messages. Mm. Uh, MIDI panic sends the MIDI note off message to zero through 127. Um, so it just says, if any note is playing, no, you're not anymore. Yeah. So that's the great use I found for my, my stop. It's like that uh, help button on that weird keyboard that we saw. <laughs> yeah, it's like- And um, then there's a microphone. Um, are you gonna do anything with that? Is that for like cat- I am open to suggestions on this. Uh, so yeah. on the- um, one thing is they did a great uh, mechanism for retraction on here because kids are nice. just, you know, slam, play that all. Like that's yeah. even more fun than the piano is just doing that. So it's really rugged. Uh, I was thinking of... JP clearly has had kids because you can tell. Well, <laughs> like, no, the is the violin. Well, this is, well, this is an excellent keyboard now. I mean, like this does kind of does everything. Yeah, it's not, but yeah, it is now the, the, the use of it for MIDI stuff is not bad. It has no knobs, but it's pretty great for a lot of yeah. MIDI stuff. Um, I got one suggestion from someone to put an accelerometer. I think C. Grover said, well, if you Oh, that's a good idea. And things or other. Wait, did it actually do voice changing? Uh, 
you know, that's a great question. It is uh, sending this through. Um, so it just sends it through its own little path here. Yeah, it's a separate, it's a separate yeah. interface because it's like there's not, I don't, I don't believe that you could sample from it, right? Yeah, so that's a great question. I, I wonder if we could uh, have that working as a sampler into, uh, into another synth or something like that. Um, so yeah, it's a good question. I have the other one which I'm putting through guitar pedals and stuff, so I might leave that as a mic, uh, maybe add a kill switch to it so that it can do yeah. feedback. This one might be neat to like put the USB port in there or who knows what. So I'm yeah. looking at your suggestions. I'm still tinkering. Um, and this, uh, while I have this running USB MIDI right now off of my KB2040, I also have a uh, 3.5 millimeter TRS jack, which I'll mount in there. And that means you can plug it into any, you know, 19... 87 Yamaha synthesizer, whatever old thing, new thing, any classic synth that uses serial. Uh, you don't have to use the big DIN 5 MIDI plugs anymore. You can use TRS. Um, so, so this is wired up for that as well. So you have a, a bunch of options <clears throat> to uh, to use this right. as a crazy MIDI controller. Very cool. And you'll be uh, probably showing this off on your show? Yeah, I'll be playing around with this and the uh, feedback one and, and uh, some other stuff on the show tomorrow. So come by at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow to see what kind of kitty uh, synth stuff is happening and and more. All right. Thank you so much, JP. Love, JP. All right. Next up, we're going to go to Flying Things and then Mouse. Flying Things, hello. What you got going on? Oh, we, you're, we can't hear you. We can't hear you, Flying Things. Oop. Hello. Hello, okay. man. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I've made a fursuit head that has oh, nice. these as Ooh. a visor. And Ooh. let me turn on the LEDs. Oh, wow. nice okay, That's cool. <laughs> Thank you. I have it controlled by these paws with. Um, All right. That's a theme tonight. Paw controlled electronics. All, all yeah. cats. Yeah. And foxes. All cats. And they're capacitive touch. So let's see if I can juggle all yeah. these here. Oh, fun! Okay. So when you touch them, it, oh, nice. So they change colors. Yeah, yeah. rainbow. Yeah, yeah. They got blink. Blink. Yeah. Oh, that's really and, cool. And then that's see through, so you can still see through it. Yep. So yeah, this is also just magnets on top. You did a really oh, good job with good. the um, with the blink animation because it's like not you know you have to map it to the pixels yeah. to make it. Oh, that's really like smart with the magnets, so you can get at it and do things, and also. Yep. You can see through it, but it does do a really good job. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I got a fan in there. I'm not sure how well that's. Yeah. You can see in there. I got a little OLED. Oh, wow. That's like a full computer. Oh, heads up display. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. This I is great. It. If um, if you ever post anything online about it, let us know. I'd love to put it up on our blog. Yeah. Great work. Exactly. Thank you. I love the simplicity, but it's like. It's, it has a lot of uh, evocative emotion to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the blinking and the colors. That's yeah. The cops right. are coming because yeah. this is too cool for us. Yeah, <laughs> you're in the background here. All right, thank you so much. All thank right, you. thank you so Bye. much, Flying Things. All right, Mouse, play us out. Hi, okay, I'm back with my uh, modular synthesizer, which is almost done, but I'm still working on this one module, which is a lot of work. It's a prototype for a uh, digital FM voice module with a Feather RP2040. And I've added some stuff to it since I last showed it off. Uh, some of the stuff you can't see is firmware. Let's see if I can play it. Ooh. 
Yeah, so it's doing full six operator DX7 style FM synthesis now, which is great. Uh, ran into some issues with the, the uh, off chip uh, flash memory is too slow, <laughs> but I got it working finally. And I've added a rotary encoder and a uh, Adafruit OLED, uh, which is in a display, which is in a plastic baggie because the pins on the back were shorting out against stuff. Uh, yeah. And uh, so I can now I can now load patches in it and. Ooh, that's cool. Bells. Bells. That is bells. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, that's where it's at. It's 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 uh, it's it's gonna be finished in a few months or years. <laughs> yeah. Why finish yeah, keep at it? Yeah. When you yeah. can keep working on it. All right. <laughs> excellent project and excellent work. Keep coming back Thank as you, you uh, add more to it, and uh, we have a little bit of a musical theme tonight. Very yeah, you sure do. Okay, All thanks. right, JP, do you want to play us out? <laughs> With your, let's see if uh, we can get him to. Here you go. Let's see. We put them on the spot, so I don't know. No, there's no audio coming. Out no, audio. no audio. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> Wait, here's the spooky one. <laughs> I kind of love this. This, this show is this show is free, everyone. That's right. the most meowsic one I could find on, on this. <laughs> why but, pay for drugs when you why, can just watch this show? Yeah, I don't know why Disney Plus charges so much money. I know it's free entertainment. This is this is way better. That, that kind of matches uh, your dragons. Uh, that's what's playing on his. Box. Yeah, that kind of match. Alright, that's the show and tell, everybody. Thank you for bopping. That's our show and tell. We'll see everybody next week. I think next week it's JP hosting, and then after that it's Liz. Thank you so much, everyone, for making this the best half an hour of our week. Every single week we do the show and tell, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, every Wednesday, and then we do Ask an Engineer, which is going to start in just a few minutes. All the cat sense. <laughs> we'll see you. Cat heads, cat sense. The most popular cat sense program on the internet. We'll see you later. And the ladies. Bye-bye.